All right, all right, all right. Welcome to episode 30 of Rolling with the Barons. I'm your host, head coach of the Brooklyn Barons, Roland Woods. All right, the Brooklyn Barons are a franchise with the Relocation Football League. You can find out more about the Relocation Football League at www.relocationfootballleague.com. All right, there it'll link you to all the latest team news. Uh, you can catch up on that uh, new series from the London Bulldogs, uh, Read Between the Lines. Uh, it's a great, great, it's great, great information on the London Bulldogs, where they stand right now, the direction that the coach is trying to uh, go with them, why they made the moves they made. It's just, there's a lot of information you can catch up uh, on the London Bulldogs, and you can find other blog posts, you'll uh, find our our insiders, you see uh, Noah, Noah, he has posters, Noah Underhill's posters, you see uh, posts from the Explorers, posts from the Sentinels, the Red Dragons, there's tons of posts. Catch up on all the team news uh, that you want to catch up on uh, on the website. And uh, also, uh, it will link you to uh, the socials where you can find uh, all the teams on social media, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, and you can also follow the league. Uh, it will link you to the YouTube, which is uh, Relocation Football League. And uh, you can watch the college series, man. The college series is about is about to come. Uh, I give it about a few more weeks, man. What's it? End of July, man. It usually starts at the beginning of August, maybe like the middle of August. So, yeah, man. A couple more weeks before the college series starts. and get you linked to uh, the games if you want to sign up to be in the next college series after this. You like what you see. You feel me? It'll link you how to get that done. Uh, if you're a prospect who just got drafted, uh, it'll link you to all the information you need to know about how to, uh, if you say you've been here, uh, supporting your team, uh, supporting the RFL teams. Definitely collecting the rebu- uh, reload box. You making bets? It'll show you how you can use your reload box uh, in order to uh, build your player, man. Because if you're dedicated to the league, man, you deserve the right to make your player better, man. We really respect that here. We really, really respect guys who are uh, dedicated to the league, man. And we want to show you our appreciation in the best way uh, that we can, man. I think that's a great thing that we do to allow guys to build their guy, man, uh, for their dedication here, man. Because you're especially rookies coming in, man. You never know. If you were here for our last draft, man, uh, which is what we're going to be talking about today, uh, if you were here for our draft, man, you'll see, man, like, everybody's not coming out. Uh, Hey, 75 overalls, everybody's not coming out 75. So uh, when you look at things like that, man, and you think about how your player can grow in this league, man, and just uh, – your dedication to the league will help grow your player, man, because uh, your dedication to the league sh- uh, shows your dedication to your player, man, and not just your player, man. It's it's hard. Like, some guys are really just here for their player. They don't really care about nothing else that's going around their player. They don't care about why their player is in the position that their player is here. All they care about is their player and uh, if their player is against stats, man. And at the end of the day, if you're one of those guys who shows that you're really here to, like, support your team, to support the league, like, you deserve to be rewarded for that, bro. You definitely deserve to be uh, rewarded for that. And as a coach who's dealt with uh, players making those kind of decisions, man, it really makes you respect the guys who are dedicated even more. You feel me? So definitely, 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 definitely. But side note from that, man, if you want to follow the Barons, IG, Twitter, at Barons RFL. 
You feel me? And check us out on Spotify with the Rolling with the Barons. Uh, I gotta do. I gotta do a better job of getting this out to more people, man. Like it's really kind of been uh, Discord exclusive. And let me say first, first and foremost, I appreciate everyone from the Discord who has taken the time to consistently listen to what I have to say about my team. Like I appreciate it. I appreciate the the love and the support. And I hope that I am extending and can extend that kind of love and support uh, back to you. Definitely, 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 definitely. But at the same time, I have to find a way to try to get things uh, expanded, man. Get things expanded, reach out to more, bring more people to the league. Like, it may be through my team, but I want it to be for the entire league. Like, I don't want it just to be for me like i appreciate if they continue to be fans of me even after watching all of y'all but if they decide hey oh here's a team who plays in my hometown or here's a team that i just like more then hey it is what it is you feel me but if i can just bring more people in even if it's through that man that that's the kind of move i'm trying to make now man just expand everything but anyway that's not why we're here the reason we are here today post draft pod post Draft pot. Now, listen. Listen. I'm hype about my draft. Like, I I know everybody. Listen. I know. It, it's Listen. I know it's going to be some big rap about my draft. You feel me? Probably tonight. Because I plan on dropping this before the podcast. It might get a little sneak peek into it. It depends on how long I really go for We'll see, man, because you know how I love talking about my players, man. So, we'll see, man. But it's... I know I'm about to get some mm, some eyes. I know I am, but I don't care. I don't care because I feel like I had a very, very successful drive. And hopefully, as I explain why players got picked, man, uh, more people will understand the, the route that I'm going with, man. More people will understand the route that I'm going with. All right, but hey, either way you want, you feel me, either way you want, but hey, so starting from the beginning, man, uh, I guess you could say I'm kind of a conspiracy theorist. I guess, I guess that's what we'll say. I'm kind of a conspiracy theorist. I was in Mix's inbox and I was like, look, man, I got the blueprint, man. I see where it's going, man. I got it. I understand. I'm going to stop it, man. I'm going to stop it. Like, I see what everybody's trying to do and we're not going to let that happen. Like, me, us here in Brooklyn, we're not, we're not letting that go down. You feel me? And he's looking at me like, bro, what are you even talking about? What are you even talking about? And it's like, I think things are shifting to this type of game, man. Things are just shifting to this type of game, man. This is how it's going to be. Blase, blase, blase. And he's more like, man, that's kind of, by default, man, it's not on purpose, man. It's just like we people just got to do that. And in, my, in the back of my mind, I'm like, no, nah, man, people don't have to do that. You don't have to do that at all. You could do what you want to do, but this is what people want to do. You feel me? And it may not seem like it right now. You feel me? But I've been, this is something I've been just calculating since I, since I've got into the RFL as a fan, moving on to a player, moving on to right now. This is just something that I've just been seeing. You feel me? And it, it might be just because of who's available, but personally, I don't 
believe that because with a lot of these players who are available this way, you have to kind of make them move that way. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. We're just, I'm not even going to sugarcoat no more because it's, it's off season. We ain't got no game coming up. So, hey, you got time to look into it. Basically, what it comes down to is this uh this mobile quarterback move, man, is taking over, man. This mobile quarterback move is taking over. Like, I know people are going to say, hey, man, everybody's just making mobile quarterbacks, man, and that's the kind of quarterback you have to go with. And not really. Not not really. And I know it sounds hypocritical coming from me because I have two mobile quarterbacks. I was running them, re-option, blase, blase. But I don't look at, at least, at least Brinker, bro, I don't look at Brinker the same way I look at the other mobile quarterbacks, bro, because I have to manufacture his runs, bro. Like, Brinker is not going to run if I don't make him. If I put Brinker in a regular book, he ain't going to run. I can throw him in a... What, Packers book right now. No, they got read option too. I could throw them in, I don't know, Denver book right now. You feel me? He'll just be out there Drew locking it up. You feel me? Doing whatever Drew Lock does. Like, he's not going to be out here running read option. I don't know if they run read option, but he's not going to be out here doing that. He's not going to run at all. He has zero rushing yards. He would have zero attempts for zero yards unless he just got scrambled into an I'm past the line of scrimmage now, so I have to run. He'll never run. He will never do that. So that's why I like my quarterback situation better than the other ones when it's in the reverse, you feel me? Like where I have, like, being open and honest, KB, I have to force KB to throw. It's all about finding the right scheme to make KB throw at the most attempts. You feel me? I don't even want to say success. I want to say attempts to make him eat because KB can throw. It's just make. It's just overcoming his scrambler trait. There's ways you can overcome what they really want to do. It's not going to be 100%. He's not going to run. KB going to run. KB is going to run. But the you you can really tame that. You can kind of cage it, like handicap it, whatever you got to call it, bro, to kind of make it work, bro. And I think it's going to be a lot of, it's just going to be a lot of just guys just trying to figure that out, man, trying to figure it out. And it's not like, it's not like, it's something I think that just happened right now. You feel me? Like, I've been really molding my defense towards this attack. You feel me? I've really been molding. Like, you don't really see scrambling quarterbacks get off on us like that, bro. You not. Like, we, we make it a, a, a priority to make sure that's not going to happen. A lot of the reason why we play the way we play is to make sure that's not going to happen, bro. And it's like, I don't know how I want to, it's, how I want to say this? How do I want to say this? How do I want to say this? I seen the way from when I was rolling woods. No, I seen the way from when I was a fan watching Chase McCoy run. And I'm pretty sure there's people who've been here in the league years who don't even know Chase McCoy can run, bro. Like, I'm talking about that far, that long back. 
LC3 was running, he was running, and then it moved on to the next mat, and it just scramblers wasn't scrambling the same stuff with Jabri and Tom Wilson, and Tom Wilson even kind of didn't, eh, like, he worked his way on too, but, hey, that's another thing, and then I come in as a rookie, and then I'm watching uh, my quarterback be scrambler of the year, you feel me, like, as a wide receiver, watching your quarterback be scrambler of the year is, like, the worst feeling in the world, bro. And it's like, you just got three submitted rookie receivers, bro. Like, we all hyped to be here, bro. We all hyped. It's me, it's Andrews, and it's uh, Levi, bro. Hype, hype. Come, bro, we hype. We gonna be, we about to take over the league, bro. We about to be the new, what, what was that group? We about to be the new uh, Antonio Brown, Mike Wallace, and who was the other person, bro? It's one more guy. And that guy, you feel me? I'll be that guy that we can't remember. You feel me? But either way, like that's what we was gonna be, bro. We was about we was about to shut it down, bro. And then we watching Tom Wilson run for four thousand yards. This was like, bro. But at the same time, we was winning. So it's like, what can you do? You feel me? But I just see that's gonna be that's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of that, bro. It's gonna be a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of that, bro. A lot of that. A lot of that. You feel me? And we've been working through our scheme to prepare ourselves for that. You feel me? And we went into this draft with that mindset, bro, that everybody's going to be out here trying to do the running quarterback. Now, ironically, we ended up having the vision now with them drafting uh, Daryl Johnson in Columbus, and then they dropped cash in, or drafted cash in uh, Chicago, bro. Now we at a point where now we don't have to worry about this all the time. And luckily, we was prepared. That's the mindset we went into. We already got LC3. You feel me? So now we got them. We got LC. We got them. LC3, Johnson, and Cash. All right, boom. Then we moved to, we got Jabri. We got uh, Tom Wilson. We about to have uh, Kyle Bain on uh, the Desperados. Who else we got? It's somebody else. It's somebody else, but it don't it don't matter right now. And I just know that it's just a lot of it's a lot of this going on, bro. And after they saw the success of listen, just me, my point of view, my point of view, me talking to me, no, add nobody to this. There ain't no shot at nobody. It's just me seeing like this. I I remember when Anthony Savoy took him to the Reload Bowl. You feel me? He won all them awards. He took him to the bowl. Shut it down. You feel me? Everybody wanted them a Savoy, bro. Everybody. It, it, listen. Listen, bro. Listen. It's a, it's a, listen. It's a copycat league, bro. It's a copy. It's been this way. Like, it's just something that I peep, bro. Like, when people see the greats doing things, bro, they 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 try to emulate the greats, bro. They try to do their best. Hey, this is working with them. Let me see if I can do this too, bro. It's a lot of that, bro. And I know it's going to be a lot of that. Now, I'm not saying that everybody is doing that before y'all even come at me talking about, oh, he's trying to say I was trying to be like, no, 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 no. I'm not saying all of y'all is doing that. I have my perception of who's doing that. You feel me? But I know everybody's, some people are doing it advantageously because they see how they can use that guy in order to make this happen, i.e. me with Brinker. You feel me? I'm not going to act like I'm not a part of this. You feel me? I just feel like I went about it a different way than everybody else, but 
That's a side note. You feel me? Like, there's some people who are doing this advantageously, and there's some people who's just riding the wave, bro, and it's going to get exposed, bro. It's going to get exposed. Like, we're going to see it. We're going to see it, bro. But I feel like we prepared for that, and going into this draft, that was our mindset. Like, I want, I want off gate. Going into this draft, that was our mindset. All right? So first, we're gonna start our first round pick, man. We're gonna start our first round, uh, our first overall pick. Uh, irrelevant to everything that I just said. You feel me? Cupac, welcome to Brooklyn. Cupac, uh, he's a guy that we saw on tape, man. That we feel like we could play now, develop now. He will be electrifying for us now. And as we continue to grow him, we can expand his role. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a guy that I see, like, that we can put in our slot role. I know everybody's like, oh, they got this person, and they got this person, and they got this person. And yes, we do, bro. But at the same time, we also have a scheme that we are trying to uh, uphold. You feel me? We, we, we understand what we are trying to do and what we need to get from guys. All right. And regardless of what the review is, being open about it, Ricky Trana has been on the trade block since the season has ended, bro. Ricky Trana has been on the trade block, bro. Now, is he not a guy that I can use? Never said that. I can still use him and be successful. That's why I feel like if we didn't get our guy in Cupac, our guy being me and Nicky Flames, because Nicky Flames loves Cupac to a point that I wasn't even going to, I'm not even going to let him be on here because we're not doing that about Cupac. He loves Cupac, and we're not doing that. We're going to say that for the wide receiver pod, and when we talk about the wide receivers, you can you can do that. You feel me? But we're not going to. Nah, but shout out to Nicky Flames for getting this guy. I'm happy for him. I'm very, very happy for him. I'm very, very happy for him because he is a guy. It was between him and another guy, you feel me? And, like, both of them, it was 1A, 1B. And we got our 1A, 1B, so I'm not mad, you feel me? I'm not mad. And it was only 1A, 1B because uh, me and Nicky Flames was going back and forth about it, you feel me? I can understand the roles of both other guys, you feel me? But we got our we got 1A, 1B. I'm not mad at it, you feel me? I'm not mad at it at all. I, I feel like uh, great things are going to happen from this. I know exactly how this could be effective. I can't wait to put him in. Uh, ecstatic enough that I think he is going to be the start of week one. I'm, if, Unless he's hurt, bro, I'm pretty much sure he's going to be a start of week one uh, in our slot wide receiver position, bro. I just feel like we can use him for the thing we wanted to use him for. If you've been listening to my podcast throughout these 30 episodes bro that end around bro that end around is killer bro like i be so heated about that because it's wasted rushes bro like that's a wasted play and a play that could be effective i've seen it work bro it's just having the right guy there bro and with trainer only having that limited amount of speed bro trying to hit that edge it just didn't work with us but we get cupac in that position bro with the 97 speed, everybody's going to say, but he has 85 XL. That's going to be key when he's coming around that corner because he's going to build up speed coming around and run right past you. Because if you build up to his 97, after he's taking his angle, bro, he's going to handle it a lot better, bro. Watch. Now to change the direction is the thing. Like, yeah, how you be taking them angles, bro, is a lot different, bro. And I think he's going to be crushing people around that edge, bro. But we'll see. 
We'll see. Uh, he also has great route running ability. Uh, he's only 10 less than training in uh, all the route categories. He's 80. Training's 90. Training's 29. Q-Pac's not. You feel me? So, like, we're going to go ahead and make that move. He has to start development, I think. I really feel like by the end of the season, at the least, we can get him to what training will regress to. So, I don't feel like we why we would waste any time. Uh, I'm very, very excited about the pick, and I can't wait to see how it works, especially against the caliber of corners that we have to play in our division. I know everybody will be saying, you didn't really need the right receiver. Yes, yes, I did. Like, regardless, like, it's somebody on the Explorers that they believe in that they traded Baines, and Baines was already a problem. He was a problem enough to get him where they got in the draft. You feel me? So if I'm preparing to go against this guy and they trade this guy, now I got to figure out who's next. That I got prepared to go against. You feel me? But either way, Q Pac is gonna be that guy. You feel me? Q Pac gonna be that guy. So we'll see how it goes. And then at after we develop him even more, man, say say Amari goes down. We have no other guy who can get over what 90 speed? 92, 91, 92 speed. We have no other guy who can get over that, bro. So to have another guy with that kind of outside presence who can go deep and he has to release to get off like it's not like you're just gonna stuff him at the line every time if you stuff him you feel me it's just like hey he has the potential to get things done in the way that we play man and we can use him so we plan to use him man uh, i think he's a very very key part we're looking for an impact guys uh he's also a guy that we feel like in the underneath routes bro like we needed a guy who could take a two-yard catch and turn it into a 22-yard game bro and we feel like uh he is that guy man and it could be even more if you let him loose like you talk about that excel but if he slips by you what are you gonna do because he's only getting faster as he gets farther like what are you gonna do he's like mike troy that's why i like mike troy so much he has 90 speed but 83 acceleration it's like once he hits that hole and he really starts gaining speed, he just pulls away. I don't know what it is, bro, but he pulls away, bro, and it works. And to think to have a guy pulling away with 90 speed the way Troy does, now we got a guy pulling away with 97 speed, bro. Hey, catch up. Catch up. All right. Moving on to our second pick in uh, the first round. Uh, we got James Axel out of Texas. Uh, linebacker. All right, we're not putting a... Uh, emphasis on it uh we're not putting emphasis on it at all you feel me uh one thing we liked about uh axel was he fit what we wanted to do bro he fits what we want to do like we're going into this draft on defense looking at speed and head power bro speed and head power bro i want listen i want you to throw it let think, think about me i want you to throw it bro because i feel like Y'all going to be strapped and there's going to be nowhere to go. You feel me? But now we're dealing with quarterbacks who are going to run, bro. So once you run around this corner, I want a guy on every corner. Every guy who's outside of, once you get past this line, there'll be a guy who's going to pop you and make you regret that you passed this line, bro. And we feel like, with Axel, we're getting that we're getting a guy who's fast. We're getting a guy who wants to hit you, bro. Like he's going against these left tackles who might be a hundred pounds more than him, bro. No fear, bro. No fear. Coming. Coming, bro. 
coming. And he's a guy that, because of his size, we can move him all around the linebacker. We can put him on the right side as the rusher. We can put him on the left side because he has the speed to keep up with people. You can, We can put him in the middle and just let him roam around with, uh, with Ethan King with money bags. Bro, like, we can do a lot with this man, bro. We can do a lot with this man. And just from what I've seen on tape, man, the fight, that – Bro, the fight, bro, like, and then to see Metcalf come out as a 72, bro, for Axel to be a 69, I'm hyped, bro. I'm hyped, bro. I'm hyped. So, say what you want to, bro. As a first round, off first glance, it'll look like, oh, man, he might have reached. But when you look at the outtake of the whole draft, bro, after Metcalf was a 72, bro, them rushes dropped, bro. Them rushes dropped. Nobody wanted one. Nobody wanted one at all, bro. So I got mine. I went and got mine. And that might lead to the next reason for why I got uh got Sean Best, bro. Uh Sean Best Jr. Another guy. Speed. And I'ma hit you, bro. And at the same time, like when and his scheme, the way he was playing, they had him. In the uh, sub-linebacker two position, bro, sometimes sub-linebacker one. So I got to see a lot of this man in coverage, a lot of this man in the 4-3, not even playing to his strength, bro, wanting to be a rusher. So at the least, I can move him to middle linebacker. If Axel don't win middle linebacker, I can move him to middle That's kind of what it is. It's like Axel and uh, Best got to decide where they want to play. Like, who's going to be the best where? One of them's going to be the middle linebacker. One of them's going to be the outside linebacker. And whoever, whatever side the rookie is best on, I'm going to put him on that side. And I'm going to move Kit to the other because I can play Kit on either side. I can play Kit on either side. I know he's going to get me, bro. I know he's going to get me. And I think we're going to be a problem. It's just figuring out what's going to be the bigger problem. At the end of the day, and then if I can bring one of them in on sub to replace Alonzo Berry, to replace uh, Juan Crosby, even if it's just out there in speed, with a little bit of hit, bro, like, that's all I need. Quarterbacks be having, like, 67, 70 carry, bro. It's not too many 75, 80 carry quarterbacks out here. I don't need a lot of hit power. I just need the trait, bro. Run around here with the, and I got the trait on the 78 hit power, bro. I'm going to smack you, bro, and you're going to fumble. Like, that's what it's going to come down to. Oh, we're going to get the strip one way or another. That's more justice, bro. Like, we're going to find a way. We're going to find a way. So, th- that just fits right into the scheme, bro. I'm hyped, bro. I'm hyped. Just off those two, bro. Just off Axel and uh, Best, that competition. I'm not even going to say it as a competition because they're not competing, bro. It's just figuring out who's going to be the best where because they both going to play. They both going to play, bro. They both going to play. Let Put it out there now. Sean Best Jr. and Axel going to play, bro. And Axel going to play. All right, then we move to our next pick. We get uh Forbes, bro. All right, the thing that I like for cruising down the street of my 6'4". Hey, the reason why I like Forbes, bro, is because he brings that speed at the position that I like, bro. Like, they may say, oh, he has 83 strength for Blase, Blase, Blase. Look, that's going to be key. That 83, that 83 strength is going to be key, bro, especially when he's smacking your quarterback. Like, I think low-key, he's going to get all just because the speed that he has coming off the ball, bro. And I think it's going to be an underrated trait. That's one of the biggest reasons why we're moving him to left end in our scheme. Like, we're moving, we're keeping cheese in the middle, and we're going to move uh, Forrest to left end in our scheme. We feel like it puts the defense in a position, uh, like, on their weakest side, they have to – 
utilize three to four linemen. All right. And that's before we even get to our our stronger side, which would be Yap Russian, which would be whoever we have at that right uh, linebacker Russian. And more than likely against one, maybe two guys. And say we have Axel out there with the speed of Axel and then the speed of Yap coming up the middle. Who are you going to take? What is your priority? So it's things like that, man. We just feel like Forge brings that to our defense that we can shore up a lot more successful or unsuccessful drives for the offense. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we'll make a lot more stops, make a lot more plays, have a lot more three and outs. Uh, we want to get our defense off the field a lot faster. That is something that we really want to key on because we feel like that killed us last year, especially in the uh late third and fourth quarter, man, having our defense continuously be out there. We just want to put ourselves in the position to make quicker stops, bro. Uh, we wanted to add speed. We wanted to add hit power. We feel like uh, Forbes brings that to our squad, bro. And he's a wall, bro. He's a wall. You're going to have to, bro, watch. Watch. They're going to want him up. They're going to want him up for a good, like, three, four plays after that. Mm-mm. Nope, they're going to learn their lesson, bro. They're going to learn their lesson, bro. And I wouldn't be surprised if you got, like, four or five sacks, bro. I wouldn't be surprised if you got, like, four or five sacks. But I'm hyped about how our front is going to look. He is, we are going to use, we are trying to start him over Yates. Like, I know that might be controversial. But listen, we're trying to get as much development out of our guys as we can as soon as possible. We feel like he'll make an immediate impact. He'll play a big difference. I don't like how Yates play on the new gen. Uh, and with him being the older guy, I think we have one more year of investment in him. I have to double check. But I just feel like we're at a point right now where if we can get a guy in who we feel like will make an impact, who will be where we are or better. You feel me? Like, say you're playing at a B, and we bring in a guy who's playing at a B minus, and he's six years younger than you. We're going to go at the B minus. That's just the way I move. I feel like it's better for the team because we can develop that B minus into maybe an A minus by the end of the year, but you'll always be a B minus at your best. You feel me? Uh, so it is what it is, man. It is what it is. We're trying to get guys out there, put them in the best position to succeed. Uh, we feel like whoever is on the side with Forbes is going to eat, bro. Whoever's on that side is going to eat, bro, because he's going to lock blockers up, bro. He's going to lock blockers up, and that blitz is going to be crazy, bro. Like I'm kind of thinking about depending on which scheme that we, uh, not which scheme, which playbook we actually go with, man, and uh, how they use their ends in those playbooks might determine. Because I don't want to be dropping Forbes back in coverage. I'd rather drop Yap back. So it's just making sure that if I'm doing that, when I do that, I usually don't. But if I do want to drop an end back and cover it, I just want to make sure Yap is the end I'm dropping back because he sneakily has better zone than some of my linebackers. You feel me? But that's a whole nother story. You feel me? That's a whole nother story. Uh, we really, 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 really like uh, what Forge brings to the table for us, man. We like what Forge brings to the table for us. All right. So we didn't pick in the third round. All right. We didn't pick in the fourth round. All right, we got to the fifth round. In the fifth round, I already knew the position that I was going. Like, I knew fifth round kicker, like fifth round kicker. All right, and then we were, we were aiming to get uh, uh, Amy Schlizzy. I think it's Schlizzy. Yeah, Schlizzy. 
You feel me? I'm going to call it Slizzle. Slizzle for Shizzle because she's going to be knocking them kicks in. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we were happy to get her, man. We feel like uh, this was a position that we could definitely upgrade that kind of held us back uh, last season. Uh, especially, I don't want, I guess you'll say in clutch moments, man, uh, in the elements that we play in. We'll see how Amy's able to uh, hold up through those kind of things. Uh, but uh, it'll, it'll definitely be a preseason uh, competition, but we definitely feel like Amy has what it takes to take over that uh, starting spot at our uh, kicker position, man. And uh, I can't wait to see, man. Uh, I can't wait to see also being the first uh, female RFL player. That's great, too, man. Uh, we made history. We definitely made history. Uh, that's not what I was thinking about when I was making the pick, but it was just kind of like, hey, you're right. You feel me? You're right. But, uh Either way, we hope that she can come in and be uh, stellar for us, man. Uh, we think she has the potential, and we can uh, continue to grow her, man. We can continue to grow her. All right. We move into the sixth round. Now, uh, for me, the sixth round is usually kind of my my project round. You know what I'm saying? Like, the sixth round is the round where I kind of look at guys and say, okay, when I pick this guy, more than likely, I'm going to have to grow them. You feel me? So, going into this round uh, with our pick, uh, Grayson Perkins, uh, the reason why I liked him is because he is exactly what I wanted to do with Joe Johnson and everybody was mad at me. You feel me? It's like, I'm watching. Now, first, I'm watching Miami tape. Grayson Perkins isn't the first person that you think about when you're watching Miami tape. You feel me? So, like, I'm watching Miami tape, looking at the guys, looking at the squad. There's a lot of first-rounders out here, a lot of high draft picks. You feel me? And then I just keep seeing this guy. You feel me? Like, it's only in it's only in four-wide situations or as a substitute in the slot. But it just keeps being this giant guy making great blocks. I'm like, who is this guy? You feel me? So I do a little research. I figure out who it is. I look on the sheet. You feel me? I look on our little coaching sheet behind the scene. All the, all the little attributes y'all put in when y'all was first making y'all player and all that. You feel me? I look at that sheet. I'm like, hmm. He got, he got some things in here that I like, man. And I search his name, man. And when I search his name, I see uh, Lito Loso. You feel me? And that's my dog. You feel me? So, I, of course, I'm going to go click on see what he say. Oh, he say. I click on his response. He said, Grayson Perkin. And I look up, like, three comments. And it says, me. You feel me? Who's the best blocking wide receiver in this draft? You feel me? And it's him. And you realize that the thing that really made me look at him was that. You feel me? Like, elders in, in those... And those spread formations, man, when the mirror's cutting it up, he did his thing, man. Short field, down the field, he did his thing, bro. And off that, he might get some rep. But then when you look at him, he has the same kind of measurables as J.J. And I always tell people, man, like, I think J.J. would be better in the slot. And people always look at me like, man, you wildin', man. J.J. is 6'5". You don't need to play in the slot. But then I think about, like, Mike Evans playing in the slot. Keenan Allen playing in the slot. It's not so much just his size. Like, even though that could be used because now he's like another tight end. But it's also like just his skill against the player he will be playing against. Like, most slot corners is a little itty-bitty people. You feel me? He's 6'5". That's a matchup. Then his route running ain't trash, bro. He can run routes. And the be just wasting his route running to just, hey, run deep and let me throw it up to you because you big. Like, nah, bro. 
Like, I can use my man to do other things, and he could be successful, bro. Especially with his catching traffic. Like, hey. But it is what it is, man. But then we bring in this guy, uh, uh, Grayson Perkins. We don't call him GP. We bring in GP, and that was his career for real, man. Making making that living on the inside. Uh, making those blocks. And making those tough catches, man. So he's a guy that we feel like we can develop into that kind of a role over time. Uh, but we can also develop him. Let's say it be three years from now. Kupak on the outside. Amari on the outside. And GP in the middle. You feel me? In, in the slot. That's a matchup too. You never know, man. But he's just a guy that we feel like uh, we can work with, man. And we want to work with him. All right? Uh then we move into our, our second pick in the sixth round. Now, hey, yo, I know y'all, I know if you was in the draft, if you was in the draft uh, live, man, you was in the chat, you seen it in the chat, you heard me say it, like, after the pick was made, it's like, listen, my man just came in and was like, hey, bro, I don't understand what's going on, man. This ain't this ain't look right, bro. Something ain't adding up, bro. Like, something ain't adding up. It might be. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. If I just look at it, like, that's, that's me. And everybody just jumped on him, bro. Everybody just jumped on him. And he didn't care, bro. He was just fighting through the storm. He stood on it, bro. Like, he stood on it, bro. And then when Mix was like, that's rolling. Like, that's exactly what I was thinking, bro. That's exactly what I was thinking, bro. And now, I was looking at a quarterback. Shout out to Bill. You feel me? I was looking at a quarterback. Because they keep emphasizing how stamina is going to be important. In the new Madden, and I understand KB stamina is up and down. You feel me? So, with KB stamina being up and down, I need a third guy that I trust behind him, bro. I need a third guy that I trust behind him. Now, shout out to my man Kihada. You feel me? Before his outburst, you feel me? Before his outburst, I had a whole nother person on, on my mind that I was going to shoot for. You feel me? But it was like a look at God moment. It was just like, look at God. You feel me? And he just, he pulled him out. It's like, hey, he pulled him out. So we drafted my man. <clears throat> First thing that I noticed. When I looked at Kihada's tape, you feel me? Nah, we're not even going to go into tape. The first thing I noticed about Kihada is what what he just did. Or Kihada. I keep calling him Kihada. Kihada is that what he did in the chat on the draft is what he did in every old men's game that he was live in. Like, he always, all the podcasts after the game. Like, he always was rapping, bro. Big rapping. Like, and he was like one of the only guys on his team. He was one, he was from one of the school. Ole Miss had three people, bro. Three people. And he was the guy, bro. He, if it wasn't for him, it wasn't, it wasn't no Ole Miss. You feel me? So, like, for him to have that same energy, win, lose, or draw, bro. Like, if that's not a bearing, bro. If that's not a, if that's not rolling, bro. Like, it's just like, I can only say what, I can only say what Mick said, bro. Like, that's exactly why. Like, bro, that just jumped him right off the board, bro. That just jumped him right up the board, bro. It's just like, all right. You feel me? Because I already knew who he was, bro. And I was already thinking of it. If I didn't know who he was when he came in the chat, I wouldn't have just picked him. 
You feel me? I would not have just picked him. But I knew exactly how who he was. He wasn't some new guy just coming out here rapping. He been rapping the whole time. Like, the whole time. Even when it was just him. He was out there rapping. And that's why he is my guy, bro. And that's why he is my guy, bro. So that's why I picked him, bro. That's why I picked him. But then when you look at his film, bro, he does exactly what I preach, bro. He does exactly what I preach. Make the read, make the play. When you watch when you watch Kiyata in the old men's offense, bro, like it's a lot of one, two, three, balls out, bro. It's not, it's, it's not, he's not sitting back there holding it, holding it, holding it, looking around, trying to make the, the deep shot is through, he's taking the quit. If the short pass is open, he's taking the quit. Sometimes it's a detriment, like sometimes the, he might not read the defense the best, and it might turn into a turnover, bro, or he might not have the arm strength to make the play that he needs to make, you feel me? But just the way he thinks about the game and the way he plays, bro, and then the way we like to play, I think he'll fit perfectly, bro. I think he'll fit perfectly, especially as a counter to uh, KB. If KB, if the stamina is what they say it's going to be, and Brinker goes down, KB is going to have to be 1A, and we're going to have to have a 1B behind him, bro. And I think he has a lot of similarities to KB. You feel me? He has a lot of similarities to Brinker. The lucky lefty, the lucky lefty. And, and remember this now. Because when we build teams, I, I should be building my team and making them left-handed, you feel me? But if the event that something happened, you feel me? Lucky lefty, you feel me? Like, watch out. You're going to see him in the preseason, definitely, bro. You're definitely going to see him and KB's going to be killing the preseason. That I promise you. That I promise you. And I know I could work with him, bro, just from watching his tape. Because he make the read. Make the play, bro. And that's what he does. And that's what we're going to rock with him. And he got some wheels. Low-key, he'll slide out on you. And you know... This Brooklyn, baby, you know, you know. So it is what it is, bro. I'm hyped. I'm hyped about what he could be as a project, as we build him, as he gains his own reloads and build his players. And it's going to be a shout-out to KB. Hey, KB, get active, build your guy. Because if, hey, if, if Kiata pass you on the depth chart, he pass you on the depth chart, you my guy. You my guy, I've been rocking with you, but you, you got to rock with us too, bro. So come through. Come support your Barons, bro. Come support your player, bro. Come build them up, man. Come get these reloads, man. But anyway, that aside, bro, uh, I'm not going to hold a competition from this year because this year I'll just be trying to see what uh, Kiata can do, man. But if it's just stellar, you never know. I'm not gonna. I'm going to say I'm not going into it with it being a competition, but if it turns into that, it turns into that. It is what it is, bro. It is what it is. So, we'll see how that goes, man. We'll see how that goes. All right. Then we move into the seventh round. Uh, we picked up our guy, Joe Rubio. All right. There, there was a lot of chatter in the chat. There was a lot of chatter in the chat, man, about getting our guy Rubio. And personally, I didn't even know Rubio was still available. So when I found out that he was still available, bro, I was like, all right, let me see if I can slide this in and then slide that in, too. You feel me? After Kiata's wave, I was like, all right, let me see if I can slide in Rubio. And we was able to slide in Rubio. Now, another guy who I ended up watching on accident because the quote-unquote headliner there was uh, Connor Baker. You feel me? So you watch the Connor Baker tape, the first thing I know is about their tape is they play their safeties backwards. You feel me? So even though that Joe Rubio is listed as a free safety, he was playing a strong safety role. You feel me? When I looked at him as a strong safety, laugh at me if you want to. Laugh at me if you want to. Laugh at me if you want to. 
when I looked at him as a as a strong safety man, he reminded me of Ethan King. Like just the way I seen him on the goal line, seeing him was setting that edge, making a tackle on the goal line. But one thing you know about uh Texas A and M is they was giving up a lot of points. You got a lot of opportunities to see a lot of red phone, uh red red zone defense with them. You got a lot of opportunities, man. And seeing just seeing him down there, seeing the place that he could make and then still seeing in those plays, like a lot of the times, the big plays that should have been touchdowns weren't touchdowns because Rubio came from all the way across his side of the field to the other side of the field to make the play. And usually if he wasn't the guy who made the play, the guys who'd be running by at the top of the screen, you feel me, who would have made it if they didn't make it, Rubio's one of those guys. Like every time. His pursuit was it was a monster, bro. So like we definitely, definitely, definitely saw uh a lot of Ethan King and my man's because that's the kind of place that he makes. You feel me? To me. You feel me? That's what I see when I watch. You feel me? So that's the play that's the uh that's the pick that we really loved, especially being able to build him behind T C and that's another position that hey, if he comes out here and he does his thing, man. I love TC, bro. I love TC, but I love the Barons, bro. And we out here trying to get this uh, this bowl, bro. We trying to get this chip. You so if 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 Rubio gonna help us get there, I'm gonna put him out there, bro. Especially in the way I'm trying to play, I'm trying to smack people, bro. I'm trying to lay them down every time they come. Every time a quarterback come around that corner, I'm trying to lay them down. I want to make him regret that. I want to make him feel like throwing that pick is the better option. Every time you come around that corner. And I think Rubio's going to help with that tremendously, bro. Tremendously. Especially if you got that trait, bro. Especially if you got that trait. Now, don't get me wrong. Christian got that trait, bro. And he makes them hits. And he gets those, he, he forces fumbles. He gets those uh, he gets those strips, man. But he's also up in age, bro. And if we get a chance to get development, and it's not going to head to the team, bro, we're going to get that development, man. We're going to put our guy, just like we did with VA. I think VA was a VA was a 70. We finally put him out there to start, bro. And it's like, hey, man, it's going to be some bumps and bruises, bro, but you got to do what you got to do. And he slowly earned that spot enough to where I didn't take a, I didn't take a corner in the draft. So, hey, if you're young and I believe in you, I believe in you, bro. I believe in you. So we'll we'll see how that goes, man. I believe in Rubio. I think he has a lot of potential. I think he'll be a steal, bro. I think he'll be a steal. I think he has potential to be a stud, bro. With the with, with the right work, bro. I think he has the potential to be a stud. And then uh he just hit me up about uh reloads, you feel me, the other day, so trying to do what he has to do and figure out how that system works, bro. It's like I feel like just me developing him, he'll be a stud. And if he wants to develop himself too, bro. Hey, he might. Hey, listen. I'm trying. I just feel good about what we got, bro. I feel good about what we got. All right, and then uh, with our with our final pick in the in the draft, we got uh Boogie Leffer, bro. And again, me going back to the key how to pick when I said I had another quarterback in mind. One of the guys that I was really looking at was uh Luke Poor, bro. And with Boogie Leckford being not here with Luke Poor, I got to see a lot of him, bro. And I just like how he looks in open space. And I feel like that's one of the areas that our team really lacked in. Like, we have what it takes to get deep. Like, yes, Amari can catch a pass and take it and run by people when he wants to run by people, blase, blase. And we can get the short game out of Joe Johnson. He'll make that catch. But 
just having that guy who can get the ball and go, bro, just in short space, take off. We needed that guy. We thought Ricky Trannon, we can get some of that out of him. But I feel like that's another thing that was lacking, bro. And I just feel like doubling up on that with uh, Boogie Ledford, bro, was really, really key. Uh, and I also feel like it will show up another spot for us. I'm hoping that he has at least 80 kick return. If he has at least 80 kick return, I think that will show up a spot for us. We can put him on a uh, pump return, I know, because of his speed, acceleration, and combination. I feel like he'll get he'll he'll catch the ball and get around those gunners really quick. You feel me? I think he'll get around them really quick. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I have a lot of hope. I got to see just, just from me watching how things look to the next gen, man. Uh, I think there's a lot of potential there. He could be a star returner in this league. He just, I just need him to have 80 kick return at least. That's it. I might even slide to like 78, 77. I just feel like if if it's if it's above 30, bro, I might just throw it back there. Like, I don't want to jinx it. And then it'd be like 31. And then I said what I said. But it's just like, hey. I just feel like he could be a star returner, bro, just to get him started. I also feel like our special teams is going to be crucial, bro. I feel like that was an area of the game that we really, really lacked in, bro. And I think with us adding Amy on the kicking game and having her kicking off on these punts, and then we add some hitters, uh, not on these punts, on these kickoffs, and we add some hitters, I think if she hangs his ball in the air, you feel me, and we get our guys in space, as soon as you catch it, block him. We're going to knock it down, you feel me? That's what I think, you feel me? That that was my plans for special teams because we lack. We've been lacking since we lost Ruddy. When we had Ruddy on special teams, we was nice because he'll get down there and smack your returner, bro. Now we got a couple of guys. We got a little bit more speed on return, you feel me? Our kicker, we know is now going to put it in the end zone. Like, we know she's not going to. We don't want to. We feel like that's more of a advantage to y'all than it is to us. I think it's better for us to have the kicker who will kick it, like, at 2-1, to 2-2, to two and force you to run it, and we can get down there. Now, that might hinder us later as far as field goals, but I feel like we're going to put up points, and as long as she can kick these uh, extra points, we'll be all right. You feel we're not going to put her in too many 55-yard field goal situations. You feel me? But that's how every coach is supposed to feel, I would assume. So, it is what it is. We'll see how it goes. You feel me? We'll see how it goes. But I'm hyped. I love what we did in the draft, bro. I love what we did in the draft. Uh, I feel like we got a lot of players who can play. Like, I don't like drafting people who are not going to play. I feel like it's a waste, bro. I feel like it's a waste, especially if you're a community member, bro. Especially if you're a community member. Like, I know even with me having, uh, for example, Caleb Brown, bro, like, I know one of the things that makes him not as active as being the back of quarterback, bro, but this man got two field goal fake returns for touchdowns. Like, you key, bro, Like you, and then Brinker went down. And you was playing, bro, like, you're a key, bro. And it's just like, everybody has to know that if I picked you, bro, you're a key, bro. If I picked you, you're a key. We gonna make this work. Or I want to pick you. Or I want to pick you. So I just want everybody to understand that. Like, I know, hey, if you still want to hit me up and be like, hey, what I'm going to do, and you want more information on that, hey, talk to me, bro. I'm open about it, bro. I'll tell you exactly my plans for you, bro. I just don't want you to ever feel like I don't have no plans for you, bro, because I got plans for everybody. I use my whole roster. They said it. It was a joke, you feel me? But now, on the next matter, it's going to be key. And I feel like I already got a leg up because I already be doing that, bro. But... We'll see how it goes, bro. We'll see how it goes. Uh, 
the next play time or the next time you'll see us on the field will be in the preseason. I'm hyped. I'm hyped to see how things are gonna go because I'm gonna have time to I'm gonna have time to really sit back and think about how I wanna use people. Uh I could I can take a little time and step back as far as uh I don't want to say step back from the league because I'm still going to be putting stuff out and doing podcasts and things like that. But just the extra uh, energy that I have to put in as far as like looking up teams and doing this and blah, 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 blah. I can kind of take a step back from that, you feel me, and kind of focus on what I need to do in order to get our team right for the next season. And that, right now it's getting that PS5. So I'm about to put in some extra hours for us so I can get that PS5. And uh, we're going to get right, bro. We're going to get right because I hate... Not having my hands on my... I ain't seen the game in so long. I feel like it's been a year since I seen the game. It probably ain't. But I just feel like it's been a year since I seen the game, bro. Like, it's killing me, bro. It's killing me. That's my therapy. Right? I feel like we could have been even better if I would have known what we was going to do, bro. So, me going into this next year. And then they switched everything. So, I got to learn new uh, things. I got to think about everybody's going to be trying to do. I got to figure out how to beat this QB contain because I know everybody's going to try to QB contain us like that. Like, hey. I know everybody's going to be trying to be QB containing us. So, I'm going to have to learn how to beat that. You feel me? So, I'm going to learn how to implement my scheme. I can learn how to mix and match what I want to do with what Nikki Flames wants to do so we can both win instead of having to just pick one training all together. You feel me? Well, that's how they say that. We're going to see. We're going to see. I don't know. You feel me? But I don't like that knowing, so that's why I got to get up on this five move. So we're working on that. We're definitely working on that. Hopefully by the time. Hopefully they come out with a bundle with the Madden 5 together and I can just cop that joint and everybody win. Everybody win. You feel me? But we'll see how it goes. Man. I and I think about making a poll on Twitter. I'm gonna ask y'all if you if you listen to the end of this, bro. If you listen to the end of this, in the RFL news reactions, tell me which hashtag I should use for the Barons. All right, it's between these four. All right, it's the ones I always say. All right. Now with that, earn your stripes. Okay? Protect the crown. Okay? Gorilla Gang. Yes, sir. Gorilla Gang. And you know what? It's five. It's five for real. You got Bomb Squad. Yeah, I forgot about Bomb Squad. We bring that back with Cupac. Yeah, alright, so reboot is five. I need you to pick between Protect the Crown. Earn your stripes. Gorilla Gang. Bomb Squad. Or Go Barons.